Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Juno Community Call, number seven, organized by the Communications SubDAO. Let's take a listen. Good evening. What's Good up, day, Juno everybody. Community? Welcome, everyone. It's time for the Juno Community Call. Let's fucking go. Just let more people filter in here. Hope everyone's doing well. Excellent, excellent. Okay. Um, we'll get started then. Welcome, everyone, to the Juno Community Call number seven. This is where we'll be providing exclusive updates and information about what's going on in the Juno network. Um, uh, we're happy to have us with us today, Reese, Jake, um, from the core team. Uh, how are you guys doing? Are you okay? I'm doing great. Juno's in such a great spot. So many cool things, exciting things coming online. Great features to you know have, have coming in the pipeline. So just all around bullish. <laughs> yeah. Jake, how was your trip in there to, to Dow Denver? Oh, we've lost him. He's rugged us. We've got Demi here as well. I'll just invite him to speak also. We'll let Jake get back. And there's a speaker. Welcome back, Jake. Yeah, I was just asking, how were you and how was your trip to Denver? Yeah, what's up? Sorry, I think uh, I, Twitter rugged me. I could not hear you. And then I heard Reese speak, so I was like, oh, I figured. Oh, yeah. We're up you know, you know how it goes. Yeah, you know yeah, it goes yeah. Spaces. I think uh, you're a bit of an omen with that now. Uh, yeah, I was just um, asking how you were doing over in Denver. I've seen some cool talks that you did. Fantastic work. Yeah, dude, things are better than fucking ever. I'm so I'm I could not be more stoked. Excellent. Like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm excited to kick this off. We got lots of exciting updates. For sure. Um shout out to everybody who's turned up today. I can see you all there. Um we'll just get right into it. I'm gonna just outline the agenda quickly. Um key topics for today's discussion but before I do that I'd like to mention that the call will last approximately 60 minutes and will be recorded for future reference as always topics will be updates from the core team, governance recap on-chain and commonwealth project updates on Juno and a community open mic at the end so you have a chance to get the floor if any community members have any questions as mentioned we have members from core one here today who will talk a little more about any technical updates happening on juno and go over some of the recent gov props that have happened so let's get into it uh updates from the core team reese v13 upgrade i'd like you to talk a bit about what new features we can get excited about first being t-shell module 
Yeah, so there were so many features in V13, and that's why it took so long, but we're happy to finally have shipped that uh, yesterday, and now developers and users can begin interacting with these new awesome modules. So the biggest one, I believe, in this upgrade is the fee share module, where now we can share our transaction fees without the user having to do anything. A contract developer can permissionless, permissionlessly register their contract and begin sharing in those fees in the network, which helps drive adoption for other business models, as well as you know continue to, to supplement their current uh, income for projects that they have, whether that be in DeFi and games and you know whatever app you have on Juno, you can now earn income through it. So that's great. We also implemented the native token factory module. So now on your contracts, you'll be able to reduce the overall code that you use, reduce testing uh, for you know having to keep up with both different token denominations. And now you just have a single token that improves user experience, it improves uh, developer experience, it improves all these different things. So that's really great. And those are the, the two major features in this. Other things are more IVC related with packet forward middleware. I'm really excited to see how other chains that, that start up, you know, after building on Juno, launching their own chain, they can then connect to Juno with just a one-way relay connection. So you focus on that and then relay to all of the chains that Juno connects to. So you relay from that chain to Juno to say Osmosis or to uh, the Cosmos Hub or Stargates, these other chains. So we could see, you know, uh, relayers beginning to work with uh, these chains to incentivize the direct relaying to help incorporate for fees. And with that, we have also added the IBC fees module. So that way that you're able to register and take a small cut from the user's transaction fees for packets that are sent to and from chain. So a lot of great things, you know, are now here and we'll keep on building. Amazing. And I've got a quick, got a couple of questions on the fee share module, um, Jake chip in if you if you like but is there any like restrictions or limitations on the types of contracts that can earn a cut of gas fees using this module on Juno? So there are none. Any contract can be registered. This includes factory contracts. If your contract does not have an admin and DAO controlled contracts can all be registered. Um, now there is a stipulation where if your contract is for, does not have an admin or the admin is a contract, such as a DAO, sub DAO, something, you, you're able to register it. The fees will go to the contract address directly, and you'll have to add in the logic later through a migration or something along those lines to have that execute message pull the funds out of the balance. For now, the only the Juno token itself is shared through transactions, but in the future, governance can allow other tokens like USDC or Osmosis directly to be shared as well through fees. Amazing stuff. And how does this gas fee sharing module compare to similar features on other blockchain networks? Um, for example, are we first to market with this or is there anyone else doing something similar? So Juno is the first to market with a permissionless Cosmosm fee sharing chain for developers. So we beat other other chains that have come through that have you know been working on this for two plus years, $21 million in funding, and we did it in six months for significantly less. So we're pushing ahead with this. You know, it's had significant testing. It was done back in, in November, so it's just been testing since. And you know, we're beginning to think through the ideas of how can we push out a V2 to further increase development and make it easier, as well as increase uh, different features that, that some have requested already. So there's definitely interest in it. We're gonna keep on building. It's also much more efficient than the 
uh, other quote unquote competitor and it's significantly safer, like in or in order of magnitude safer. So it's very safe. It's easy to use. And we've already seen, I think, 10 plus contracts have already registered just within the past 24 hours. And I expect that to significantly grow to eventually all contracts on chain will be using it. So this fee share module is, is quite clearly going to contribute to the overall growth and adoption of general network. Am I right in saying that? Absolutely. You know, now developers have even more incentive to market and grow the usage of their applications. They're now, they're now able to build other applications that are not strictly DeFi. So you can go build some idle game on Juno or something along those lines. Just make sure that you have a user interacting with it. And now you get a cut of those fees. So this this brings new business cases to Juno um, without actually having to take extra funds from the user uh, directly. And we, we'll hopefully see that in Juno's online hackathon, which is starting in March on March 31st. Uh, you can find more details about that in the Discord. But the idea is to build farm-based contracts. Uh, there's a $5,000 prize. It's run by Cosmos Contracts and Block Creators. Um, so it'll be exciting to see people use fee share, use token factory, and use these different features that have just launched in V13 with these contracts with that. Excellent. Um, yeah, and if, there, if there's anything on token factory you'd like to mention, like one idea or one question that came to my mind was the benefit. What benefits does the token factory module offer to developers who want to create tokens on Juno Network? Why wouldn't they just use a CW20 token? What's the benefits? Yeah, so native tokens are like so much better to interact with. And whenever you think of interacting with the token, you typically are thinking of a native token. Osmosis, Juno, Atom, any of these tokens are actually native tokens. So this is already built on the SDK and is in every single chain. So not every chain has a CW20 contract, but every chain does have native tokens. So that's got the best experience. That's what things are geared towards. We should put focus on that and allow developers to leverage that that same technology that every other chain has, the same security, all of that through this. So this increases, it makes it makes airdropping to token holders so much simpler. Uh, displaying tokens in MintScan and Kepler will just be native. It's There's no extra adding contracts and adding all these other things. It's so much simpler. Yeah, it's just not like having to add tokens to get them to show up in Kepler. They just automatically show up. That's like, that's just... Great. It's way better. Just that one feature alone is like mix. You know, if you're developing out there, like definitely take advantage of Token Factory because it's it's just better. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we've done to bake tokens and as a first class citizen in the SDK, things like counting total supply, a bunch of these other things that Token Factory allows you to leverage natively within the Cosm Wasm environment. This is something that differentiates Cosmos from pretty much every other EVM-based smart contracting platform out there. Um, and it's really great that Juno devs can now take advantage of those features directly from the Cosmos environment. Yeah, and you can say goodbye to allowances. Yeah, allowances are terrible. Um, for those that don't know about allowances, they just uh, it's a whole extra transaction. There's like security impl implications. It's time to move on. Token Factory is the future. Hello, future. Is there any um, limitations or restrictions on the types of tokens that can be created, or is it simply? So there's no like technical limitations. It's just a native token. 
from the user experience side as like a developer, I've added some features to try to keep things similar. So for example, uh, there's a description limit. Symbols can only be a certain characters long. The denomination can't like start with Juno so that we don't have fake tokens, but you're able to create any token with any name uh, with that. You're also able to use other exponent denominations. So typically in Cosmos, you as a developer, you use uh, the token number six. And with this, you can use any other number up to, I believe it's like 30 something. So you can do LP pools with native tokens. Uh, you can build like Ethereum based, you know, switchers and, and things like that. So there's not really too many limitations. And if there are needs, uh, we're more than happy to work with you and we can we can easily change that. But like, you only need six decimal places. I mean, that's true. Uh, I, guess, I guess the point is like, you can basically do everything with Token Factory that you could do with CW20s. Um, and you can even make smart contract wrappers around Token Factory as well. So say you want to make something like bonding curve based tokens or like some crazy rebasing coin. I don't know why you would want to do that, but um, it's it's possible to use Token Factory like programmatically. So you can have like a smart contract wrapper around it to give any extra functionality you might need. Sounds really exciting, guys. Thanks for the updates. Um, if there's anything else you want to update on the V13 chaps, we can move on to what Core have been up to in general. So I know, Jake, you're busy on Dow Dow stuff. If, if you've got any updates you would like to give the community while you're oh, on yeah, the got, call. I've got, some, I've got some great updates. I've got some great things in the work. It's not even just Dow Dow, but like, uh, just kind of more general at first. Uh, mesh security, it's moving forward. I don't think people are aware that Juno is like one of the you know big contributors to mesh security. Like I'm I'm spending a lot of time on it. Uh, we have Zeke, who's the you know genius dev behind uh, DowDow and many other great smart contracts. Um, he's he's working on 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 mesh security with me. We have another person, Artemix, who's done a lot of the interchain NFT stuff. So we have like three Juno community members that are working directly on mesh security. Um, progress is great. I think there's going to be an architecture document that's out later this month that will like highlight everything that's like possible with mesh security. Um, and I, I think it's going to get people really, really excited. So that was the first update, like, um, had a great, actually like probably like maybe it was like four or five hours with, a, with Ethan real interchain, shout out real interchain, uh, at, uh, ETH Denver. And, you know, it made me even more excited, exciting, excited about mesh security. Um, and it's great to be working with Confio and Osmosis on uh, what I think is going to be a really, really powerful uh, shared security mechanism for the interchain. Uh, I could not be more excited. Um, so that's, that's that. Um, we have a lot of work underway. If you're interested, go to github.com slash cosmosm slash mesh security. Uh, check out the pro uh, progress. Feel free to reach out to me. Um, so that's that. Uh, another exciting development, uh, and this one's related to DAO because you know, if we're making, if we're serious about interchain DAO tooling, well, we need you know better interchain account support. And how long have we been hearing about you know interchain accounts as this thing that will you know how often have you used interchain accounts if not maybe just Stride? Um, we're actually doing a lot of work as uh, the DAO team. This is uh, spearheaded by Zeke. He's really uh, doing an amazing job and it's like basically already done. We're just going to get it audited. Um, but we have this amazing set of interchain accounts, smart contracts that will give you superpowers beyond what even like the base level Cosmos SDK 
inner chain account functionality gives you. This includes the ability to like send funds along with like a smart contract call, for example. Uh, it includes um, support for smart contracts. Um, current interchain accounts in SDK do not allow for smart contracts to use them, which is a big limitation, but we've gotten around it. And this is, this, these contracts are going to be open source and available to everyone on Juno Network to use. Um, so we have like some really, really awesome interchain account functionality that is not just coming to DowDow, but coming to Juno Network extremely soon and i could not be more excited about it um yeah so mesh like interchain accounts uh oh and also with that i forgot interchain queries are also baked into that as well so you'll be able to query the state of other another chain trustlessly which is pretty sick um on the doubt out front we have a lot of exciting new features on the way uh i know everyone's been waiting for the payroll and uh vesting contract features Vesting contracts have like finished the audit. Uh, we're putting the finishing touches on that. So that should be out in the next week or two. And you'll be able to use payroll with your DAO. We'll have two different types of payroll systems you can use. And you'll be able to use really powerful vesting contracts that allow for uh, staking underlying assets. So if you pay someone in Juno, uh, they could stake the vested Juno while it's vesting. Uh, uh, these contracts can have arbitrators or admins. So say you might have like a third party. In, in case there's like a dispute about a payment, um, that third party could uh, like vote to cancel the vesting contract or, you know, so there's a lot of really, really useful tools and not to mention beautiful UI that's coming with everything. So that's like finally ready and coming out next week. Um, there's always so many data updates, but I'm, I'm going to be mindful of the time and I'm just going to go with, with those three, three, three things. Yeah, mesh security is coming along. We have some really awesome interchain accounts and interchain query uh, smart contracts. They're going to be useful for everyone building in Juno. And then, yeah, new new DAO DAO features like next week. Let's go. Jake, DAO DAO, we do know the people that are in Juno are, are super busy and the work is amazing. Is there a go-to place for anyone from the community that we can point to? I mean, we're quite happy to help out. We need to get you on to one of the episodes of the Inside Scoop and, and give the community an update as well. But is there, is there anywhere we can find documentation, articles, anything at all related to DAO and the progress you're doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the DAO Discord and the DAO Twitter are probably the best place to check out. We also have a DAO uh, blog where we, we're regularly writing stuff. Honestly, we're always looking for new contributors. And so if you want to like start making videos about how to use DAO tooling, um, I think that kind of content would be really, really great. Um, and as always, you know, like the only way to get DAO tokens is to contribute to DAO DAO. So if you're out there and you're listening and you know, you're good at making like tutorial videos or um, blog posts or content, or maybe you're a front end engineer, like join the DAO DAO Discord, get involved. Like we love, we love seeing new people. Thanks a lot, mate. Uh, you heard it there, chaps. Get involved, contribute. Um, Jack, you're on the call. Is there anything you'd like to quickly update the community on uh, your side from the core team? Yeah, I mean, it's been really great to welcome Max and uh, the fray in to the core team. Uh, they really kind of brought some new life and like helped us think more critically about what we're doing here at Juno and uh, really looking forward to working more with them over the next few years, hopefully. Um, yeah, nothing else really serious. I, just besides the fact that I'm very, very excited for, for what's happening at Juno right now. And I think that 
this network has a really bright future. The number of people who are dedicated to doing this work and who are showing up day after day to do it is just keeps going up. And it's just, especially during a bear market like this, it's just wild to me. So great to see everyone uh, very excited about this. Stuff and uh, dummy, yeah. If you've got anything to update, I know you're working closely with us guys at the the communications sub dial. Um, if there's anything you'd like to update the community, please do. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, connecting to what Jack said, uh, I'm very happy to have also Max and the Frame Core one. And uh, recently, we had uh, a lot of discussions, uh, both to welcome them and also to better define the vision for Juno for the next year. And uh, yeah, I think we will start sharing a little bit more. I think you already saw something on the Juno socials, but uh, it's uh, really interesting and uh, I can't wait to see the future developments. And we're not going to call it Juno 2.0. Of course not. Right, a quick take. Because we, we don't need a 2.0. The tokenomics is all good. We're, we're good. We're just, you know. Sorry. Are we, are we still going for the incubator for the interchain is my question. I think uh, we have we have a, I think it's probably going to come out like sometime like next week or so, but we've been like doing a lot of work on like sort of what like the, the vision for the chain is and also like what are like the high level priorities for 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 this next year um you know similar similar to like how adam 2.0 like identified like replicated security as like a key like strategy point for the chain and then like outlined some out outlined some other things uh we're we're going to be doing something that's similar but very different in many ways i, I think the community is going to be pretty stoked i'm really excited to, to share more but um i think it's gonna to have to wait till the next meeting yeah Understood. Um, okay, so pressing on to the next item on the agenda, uh, we'll go through the governance uh, forum and on-chain. Now, on-chain, we know Juno v13 upgrade passed and was implemented, so all good, and we spoke about a bit about that at the beginning. So there is a quite a busy Commonwealth at the moment, so I want to just come in this evening was um, Reese's Commonwealth proposal increase maximum per block gas to 100 million reese do you want to take the floor on that sure so back in the early days of juno at proposal six the gas was at originally 100 million and it was removed down to 10 million for security concerns since then there's been a lot of developments both on the sdk side through tendermint as well as now through juno and so those attacks are no longer possible uh, after testing for over the, the past couple of days on our test net so I'm proposing that we re-increase that back to the 100 million as before, which will make minting NFTs, doing DeFi, CW20 migrations to Token Factory, as well as future Oracle data submissions, much, much simpler without running out of gas per block due to too many transactions on Juno. So this helps developers build and a better user experience for users to ensure that their transactions get submitted as quickly as possible. This is um, going to help out with Window as well with a LSD. Yeah, it helps out across the board with, yeah. I mean, any any application that is using contracts on Juno, it will significantly help with, as well as doing migration. So Wind had an issue where they were trying to migrate the raw token over to their, their 
exchange. And with this, they were running into gas limitations. So this would help relieve this from future migrations of, the, of that sort as well. Excellent. Right. Um, next Commonwealth thread we have is we have Rack FM 12 month funding proposal request. They are looking for a co proposal request from different Cosmos chains for funding Rack FM. Link I'll leave in the comments of the space afterwards. Uh, removal of Core One subdial members. And just going to say, Don put it up. Um, is, there, is there anyone here from? Core one want to comment on that. I've read some of the comments regarding I think some, it, but... some, some more like <laughs> structure on right, it. You, you, go, you go, Jack. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I talked about that with Don on his show. Um, you I know, watched look, it. It was I, actually I, really good. I, I, it was a good interview, to be fair. It was fantastic. Don, Don is a fantastic interviewer. I've always really liked him. I, I think we sort of got into a little bit of the history that, that we both had in the space more broadly as well as in Cosmos. Um, I think, you know, partially a shit post in some ways from Don. Uh, and he basically said that on the call. But, you know, I think that this really does highlight in a really real way that the core one subdow is now fully under control of Juno, like the token holders. This is something that we as core one have really wanted for a while. I, I think that there's a lot of very, very good reasons to do this but from legal and regulatory as well as, you know, community accountability um, and a number of other things. And in uh, a certain point, there's going to be one of these that isn't a joke. And maybe it's going to be adversarial. Maybe it's going to be somebody stepping down. We've already added folks. So I, I just think that if you've got a multi-sig, the ability to add and subtract members as a group is a critical piece of functionality. And the fact that we haven't been able to do it is fucking ridiculous. So um, really great to see uh, the first of these proposals go up. I'm stoked about it. Yeah, I think a plus one on all that. Um, I think, I guess for someone who might have like a serious version of the proposal, um, I think it's usually better to uh, break it out into like one member at a time and then also including like some rationale and reasons. Um, like, uh, you know, a proposal to like just remove three members with like no other details is obviously not going to go very far. But, um, you know, I think proposals like this are welcome. I think if someone wants to write a proposal like this in the future to like remove me, for example, like just say remove Jake and then like maybe list out some reasons why I think that would be great. Um, but yeah. Plus one on everything Jack said. I'm so excited. I feel like this is actually a way in which Juno is is really leading like this like this like decentralization effort. I cannot think of a single other L1 chain that has like the foundation completely under control of the DAO or like the the core team completely under control of the DAO. Like that, it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. I think we are really in, innovating in that sense. And uh, yeah, as I said, I agree with Jake and Jack. Um, another thing, I think it, we should write some uh, documentation on how to post the proposal because it's not that uh, easy. Uh, you need to execute some uh, WASM contracts. So I think we need well, to... Well, there might be, you know, maybe maybe there's some, something that's going to happen. We might like announce like in the next, I don't know, week or so that might make that easier, you know, but I don't know what that would be. Like what, Jake? Don't don't give <laughs> yeah. me the hanging. Don't give me FOMO. Now nah, we're gonna we gotta give people a little bit of FOMO, you know. It's just uh, it's healthy. Bro. 
You know me, I'm all about FOMO and FUD. I know, I love it. It's fantastic. Right. Um, other Commonwealth uh, proposal, use Skip by default. Now, for the people on the call who don't know what Skip is, it's uh, all about the good MEV. Now, I think this is to implement it into the general GitHub repo by default. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm all for that. It makes uh, validators' lives a lot more simpler. can be a bit confusing to the non-technical validators, but yeah, sounds good. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm also in support of this. It means that there's only one piece of Juno software and there's not like a couple of different versions, which is always just easier to like organize everything around. Um, another thing I love about Skip Protocol is that it's open source and like kind of fully under community control. So like 100% goes to the stakers and validators. Uh, and by integrating it more, that means we can also like potentially add future things in governance. So for example, uh, maybe we want to set like a maximum amount that validators can charge, for example. Um, you know, right now it's it's free market. I, I like free market. It's great to like, you know, sort of discover what people's preferences are, but we could set min and max for like, things like, you know, validator commission on MEV packets and stuff like that. So um, I, I'm personally in support of this proposal, um, but, you know, we'll see what the community thinks. Yeah, there was um, a, a little update and a bit on the project section, Jake. I might have a little question for you. Um, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Commonwealth continuing the, uh, the 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 reduce of the unbonding period, uh, which is in draft at the moment. Um, I've not got the figures on top of my head. Can somebody just chip in there? What what the plan is? Are we going to reduce from twenty eight to fourteen? What is it? Yeah, I think the numbers still have to be discussed. But in general, the idea is to reduce the bonding period to basically give more flexibility to Juno stakers and at the same time reduce the risk of uh, like the pegging of uh, liquid staked assets and so on and so on. In general, having a shorter bonding period is better for the five. I had a huss and a huff there. Was that you, Jack? Oh, sorry. I'm just breathing heavily <laughs> off, off, on mute. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> cool. Uh, right, that's interesting. We'll, we'll, everyone should go and have a read on these and, and, and definitely chip in with some comments. That There is one that I've dug out from the past that I, 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 I really want to learn more about. Now, I'm not a kind of polit political guy or anything by, by all means, but the, the general Commonwealth Constitution draft revision number three. Now, can anybody here explain to me what the plan is with this? Just we'll, we'll not spend too much time on it, but it'd be good to get some ideas for the community on how, how a general constitution order would happen and what's involved in it. Yeah, so this is one of the big, big efforts that is like kicking off with renewed interest is uh, coming up with a constitution uh, or Commonwealth, call it, pick pick your fancy word. I like constitution um, for for the Juno community and chain. And really, the purpose of it is to state what our values are, state um, how we define ourselves, what people can expect by like like sort of joining the community, uh, on, and also outline things that like under no like under no circumstances we will never do at you know like clearly stating like what our values are, what the rules of the community are in plain English. 
Um, how do sub-DAOs operate? How do we expect sub-DAOs to operate? Um, how voting works? Uh, you know, uh, th these are really important things to communicate um, in plain English for people, um, just so we can see, like, this is, this is how sub-DAOs operate. Uh, this is also important in the context of, say, you live in a country uh, and you serve on one of these sub-DAOs. It's, like, it's good to have some clear language that, like, actually, you don't control this money. It belongs to the community. Um, that kind of language can actually really help people, you know, if if they like, if if they're in need of that. So, for example, we have some people that live in the UK, and having that kind of language around sub DAOs makes them feel comfortable working on the sub DAOs because they feel like you know they can, if their accountant asks about it, they can be like, well, these aren't actually my funds; they fully belong to the community, etc. Um, so, just being like really clear about what our values are as a community, what our boundaries are how we go about organizing ourselves, how we go about like, you know, modifying like the constitution and things like that and enforcing it. Like these are all important things to just communicate in plain English and come to agreement to. Um, and I think there's been a lot of talk in the cosmos ecosystems about these kinds of constitutions. And I'm really hoping that with Juno, we can be one of the first uh, to, to launch an on-chain constitution and really, um, you know, uh, push that forward as well. Uh, I think it's long overdue. I think it's possibly a, a space of its own, this, because I think, it, like you say, Jake, it's really important that we do um, discuss like rules imposed on sub-DAOs for this constitutional order or whatever you want to name it. I think we should set up another space one time, get this kind of worked out. Yes. It's really interesting. Let's do that. It, it really does. I think it really does deserve a, a whole space. Uh, there's a couple different drafts that we have. Uh, people are working on different drafts, which is fine. Eventually, we're going to synergize them into like one draft. And then I think I, I do think it'd be really great to have a space about it just so people can come forward and you know ask questions, offer criticisms, you know things like that. Um, it deserves a whole space, definitely. Again, folks, I'll, I'll leave the link in the, in the Twitter post as normal. Um, OK, moving on. We're going to just jump into the project updates on Juno. Um, I have today. Now, let me just give us a wee moment to find them. Uh, Leap Wallet have come up today. Um, if you want to request, I can get you up, sir. I'm just going to look at his name here. Let me see. While he's there we go. getting up, uh, we we have, uh, I don't know if people saw, but on the main, it's actually on the thread for this talk. There's a new... Uh, tool that allows you to interact to deploy and interact with like smart contracts without having to use the terminal so if you know remixed ide from ethereum like for working with solidity contracts this is kind of like a similar thing um and it was made by the dsrv validator they did a really great job with it check it out it's called well down code uh there's a link in in, in this thread and uh it's a really cool new tool if you're working with smart contracts on juno so um but yeah leap what's up Thanks, man. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. Welcome to the call and appreciate you coming up to give us an update on Leap. Um, yeah, just to give us a Leap intro, the background, the Cosmos journey. Take it, take it to us. Absolutely. Firstly, in terms of a quick introduction, I'm Sanjeev, uh, founder and CEO here at Leap. Uh, for those who are not familiar with us, we are a non-custodial crypto wallet for Cosmos. We currently support uh, Juno and close to another 45 chains natively across our different wallet products, which includes our browser extension, 
our native iOS and Android apps, and also a web, web dashboard that we recently launched. Incidentally, our journey building on Cosmos actually started off with a grant from Juno. This was uh, back in June last year after the infamous uh, Terra, Deepak, Terra Deepak event. We were a wallet on Terra before that. And June last year, got a grant from Juno to start building here. So we, Juno was the first Cosmos chain we launched with. And yeah, we've continued building since then, supporting new chains, adding new products. Um, well, have you got your live product and features overview there? You, you're, you're live, you're, you're, you're on multiple chains, but is there a different differentiation from Kepler and other wallets that Leap offers anything specific that you guys do differently? Yeah, absolutely. So firstly, in terms of products, as I mentioned, we have a browser extension, we have mobile apps, and we also have a dashboard. Uh, in terms of like other wallets and some of the differentiators we offer, first things first, we actually work natively and add native support for different chains. So all the 45 chains that we support, they are natively accessible across all of, the, all of these products. Second, our vision for the wallet and the way we've built out all these experiences is we believe in like a super wallet experience where the idea is that any core action that a user cares about should be natively accessed from within the wallet itself. And so in that regard, you'll see that across all our products, we've integrated the entire entirety of the staking stack, the governance stack. So all of these transactions, including staking, unstaking, redelegations, voting, reading governance proposals, all of that happens natively from within the wallet experience itself. Uh, that's B. The other thing that we try to do a lot of lot about is hyper-focus on UX. So to that regard, you'll see features like IBC transfers, where we've actually greatly simplified the way IBC transfers are made. Um, we've completely abstracted the idea of channel IDs. And so if I had to do a, a IBC transfer from, uh, let's say, Juno to Cosmos Hub, it's literally just picking the two address, the amount, and just send. Right? So we really try to like simplify UX wherever we can. Uh, and the other thing that we try to do a lot of is focus a lot on mobile, because we honestly believe that for adoption of Cosmos and Juno to grow, we definitely need better mobile products. And so to that end, our mobile products are fully feature-spec'd with our extension. Uh, we've been shipping a lot of features on these as well. So recently, we launched notifications. And so what that means right now is anytime there is an on-chain transaction, um, let's say you stake, you do an IBC transfer, you do a governance vote, you actually get a confirmation that the transaction went through in the form of a push notification on your mobile device. So that's something that we've gotten lots of good feedback about. The other thing we launched on mobile that's uh, gotten good feedback is we recently shipped uh, a native in-app browser on a mobile app. And so what that means is apps like DowDow, apps like uh, Window, any other app that gets deployed on Juno going forward can now be permissionlessly accessed on our app without without needing any effort from our side or the app side. Um, I'd like to ask about wallet security and building community trust. How do you see, are you, are you all open source now, Leap, or, or what's your progress? Yeah, uh, so I think that's a great question. Um, again, candidly, we weren't open source when we started, uh, but I do think we got uh, good feedback from the community or pushback, if I, should, if I should call it that, for us to be open source. And we've definitely sort of started uh, incorporating that. Uh, so as it stands right now, Philippe, our entire key management repos are open source. So we wanted to open source this first because this is the most critical and high-risk component of wallet usage. So this has been open source for a month now. We've started getting some feedback, started incorporating some changes. And beyond this, we have two other sets of products. One is our wallet SDK, which contains all the logic for understanding and interpreting different transaction types. We're going to be open sourcing that next. 
followed by the last will be open sourcing the actual front end application itself. Um, if the general community want to get involved, how do they find Leap? How do they get it installed? Is there anywhere we can point the community towards Leap? Yeah, absolutely. So on Twitter, we are at Leap underscore Cosmos. Um, all of our products should be linked on our Twitter handle. Uh, super easy for your users to download them. In terms of where we are present, we actually, I mean, users can reach out to us anywhere. We are responsive on Twitter DMs. We have a Telegram community. We have Discord. Uh, importantly, I think the way we've always built our roadmap is to be listening to users, be very proactive in sort of adjusting a roadmap depending on what users want. Um, so in that regard, yeah, I uh, would love to invite people here listening to like give our products a try. And if there's any feedback, any new ideas you have, we are very happy to chat with you and incorporate them. Oh, thanks for thanks for coming up. Um, really appreciate it. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll definitely go and check out Leap Wallet. Um, I'd like to now invite send to the call white whale have got some updates to give to the general community uh how you doing nice to have you up again hi can you guys um i think uh, it's a little you're no yeah it's... do you have your headphones on backwards because this is a mistake i make with some frequency but now you can yeah, just let me reconnect. yeah perfect yes yeah, we can Sounds like you're in Fantastic. <laughs> so first of all, hi guys, thanks for having me here. If you want to check out um, Leap Wallet, it, it's really a good wallet. So we have it live on our app. So if you like to swap some tokens on Juno using Leap Wallet, you might as well get started right now, app.whitewell.money. Um, okay, what's the biggest updates from our team? Airdrop. So right now there is an airdrop for the juno community you can claim it on airdrop.migalu.zone slash juno i just um you know sent you the link into the group here in this in the space the airdrop even though the airdrop is you know airdrop.migalu.zone you, you will claim your tokens on juno so really migalu and whitewell we have our own chain now but we're trying to you know highlight the power of interchain protocols of ibc and that's why the airdrop happens on the respective chains so that's why you can claim your tokens on juno and you can swap them in or out into whatever you like if you if you hate us you can just dump it into you know other projects you like if you like us you can keep it swap it into liquid staking tokens whatever so that's the first big update here. Second big update, one of our our you know, really good partners, um, Backbone Labs, they're building liquid staking solutions powered by NFTs. And they just launched on, on Juno as well. So Airdrop and a new team building liquid staking tokens on Juno. Ooh, wow, that's cool. Uh do you have a link to that or where, how can we find this team? Yeah, I'll post the link in the in the chat here. Thanks. I'm sure a lot of people will want to check it out. I want to check it out. Sounds cool. It, it really is. So the idea is that you have a liquid staking token and instead of having a, a different blockchain controlling your governance with a different token, you have 
the liquid staking on your chain. You have the liquidity on your chain, you have the protocol on your chain, and the, there is no token behind Backbone Labs that controls the Juno governance all of a sudden. It's all just the NFT community behind it. So there's, so that's kind of like a very nice improvement to whatever Stride and Quicksilver are doing. And don't get me wrong, they're great guys. But this solution keeps the control within the ecosystems where the liquid staking tokens origin. And I think that's a very nice thing to have in the ecosystem. Yeah, that's really cool, actually. Um, sick. Well, that's all for well, my thanks for the, th thanks for the updates from both projects. Um, when when couldn't be here today, but they announced earlier on that they are hopefully shipping liquid staking der derivatives later on this week or is it next week? But that seems exciting as well. Um, Skip have got an update also, but I think we can um probably bring them on the next call. That should be fine. I want to use this time now, the last 15 minutes for the community. So if you do have any questions, feel free to request now. I've got um, Robo requesting now, just get your ops up. And then um, we can see what the community want to say to the core teams. Well, I've invited them up, but I'm not sure they can hear this, but Rob, you can be a speaker now if you like, but if there's anyone that, else- Is that me, dude? Request... Sorry, dude, is that me? I do apologize, you yes. may get there. Okay. Right. First of all, uh, Highlander, I am sorry for two weeks ago. The situation with Todd, we shouldn't have that on a Juno call. Out of order. I'm sorry. The big question is uh, for Jake, and by the way, Reese, fucking legend. Oh, we love you. Uh, Jake, how do we stop uh, Juno from becoming the Dow Dow chain? Because at the minute, the entire, like, fucking all of us, all of us plebs, it's like Juno is like Dow Dow. So like, is that the way it's going to be? Or how do we separate like, oh, I'm getting thumbs down. Dude, like like literally like Juno is Dow Dow right now. And, and people are staying on Juno because of Dow Dow. Well, so, okay. Well, everyone's, everyone's complaining. Oh, why? Well, Juno doesn't have a flagship application, blah, blah. And now that we have a, you know, an application that's unlike any other in the inner chain, like now people are like, oh, we have, this sucks. It's impossible to make everybody happy. Um, did you say you had no, the best? I I, did you say they had the best app in the inner chain? Uh, it's it's a it's a unique app in the inner chain. Like, <laughs> give me another app that has like the functionality that Dow Dow has. And guess what? We're shipping yeah. music NFTs soon. We got fucking music NFTs coming. Like, do you want your record label DAOs? Like, it's gonna happen anyway. We're paying people. Uh, we're paying yeah. people around the world. We are paying people out of this. We are creating an economic, like a, a viable economic yeah. society for to pay people. Yeah, I, I think Rob, like also, hey, long time no see. I think that, that that's why people are excited about DAO and that's why people are talking about it because this actually enables something that other chains can't do and that other ecosystems really struggle with. And I think that, um, you know, this is native to Juno. We need to acknowledge that it's special and do our best to take the advantages that we get from having this exceptional project hosted on Dow uh, on Juno, um, and like take advantage of that. And you know, if that is our uh, differentiator, uh, which it's, it seems to be, 
Like we shouldn't hide from that. We should say, okay, great. That is our differentiator. Let's lean into that. Let's market it and let's play to those strengths. And I, I think that that's well, Jack, what you hear people Jack, saying. Jack, you've got the Red Gang in right now. And, and that's the reason they didn't leave. Like to me, this is like a study case, I think, for like Juno, especially mine, for you guys, the big wigs. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Red Gang didn't leave and they voted overwhelmingly to like stay on Juno and stake all of their bulls in the, uh, the Dow. Man, I think, honest to God, uh, Reese. I mean, uh, Reese should come in here. Like, it's almost like Dow Dow is like taking over Juno. I might be wrong. Like, please stop me because I'm a pleb. I think, I think, yeah. I, think, I think that's the wrong way to look at it. I think Dow Dow definitely enhances everything else that Juno is trying to do. You know, I think it's always challenging to like distill something like Juno into like a nice, sweet little tagline. Um, I think, uh, I think maybe it was Wolf that tweeted out like Dow Hub for the interchain or whatever. But, you know, we've also used taglines like incubator for the interchain, like, and, you know, interchain smart contract hub and things like that. Like, um, that Juno does many things. And what's great about Dado is I think it's something that will play into all the other aspects of, of Juno. It's like, because Juno has DAOs, like, well, that makes it that much better as like an NFT chain. And because it has DAOs, well, you know, you can have things like investment DAOs and that makes it more exciting for like new DeFi products, you know? Um, it's it, having like a permissionless chain and in combination with great DAO tooling is just like, I think a killer co combo, but you know, by, by no means is DAO taking over Juno <laughs> and, I, I, and by I, no means is Juno only a DAO chain. Like it's, I think, I think the DAO tooling, like it's a project looking outwards. It don't really need to worry about validated set. They don't need to worry about security. If they've got like DAO tooling there, you know, I had an idea of, I just spoke with you about Jake the other night, and it's like simple. You can just go on Dow Dow and create your application. That's pretty fucking bullish to me. You know, some some project doesn't really need to worry about all the technological stuff behind the scenes. They've just got a great idea. Now, I think we should be back in Dow Dow. It's not necessarily the Dow chain. Like Dow Dow isn't taking. I wouldn't see it like that, but it is the flagship application on Juno at the moment. We should be back in it for sure. That's just my opinion. Well, it's about, I mean, it's about to like, you know, it's about to provide like hopefully a, a Web3 like wage for like, you know, our crew. Like, like I, I, people can't underestimate the value that this, that this shit is bringing right now. It is unbelievable. It's the best technology I've ever seen in my life. Wow, that's <laughs> love nice to hear that. Well done. I, I happen to agree. Like, I, I really do agree. Oh, well, that's it. I mean, but it came from Juno because, like, Juno is a radical DAO chain. Only only a DAO can build, like, the best DAO tooling. Um, and what's really cool is, like, I think we're just getting started. Like, I, I really feel that, like, people people love to fudge Juno. Fuck, I love to fudge Juno. Um, but, like, we do have something that's, like, pretty special that's, like, starting to happen here where we have all these communities that are coming together. And, and DAO tooling is a part of that, but it's definitely not the only thing. I really don't, I really want to avoid, like, like pitching Juno just as, like, the DAO DAO chain. Like, it's, it's much more than that. But, like, definitely, like, DAOs are a big part of our legacy. Like, we're the most radical DAO chain there is. <laughs> like, we will, 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 will DAO DAO, will DAO DAO technology make, like, like traditional marketplaces, like, redundant? Like I'm, I'm seeing the way you can like do what you want on your DAO, right? 
like traditional marketplaces, like NFT marketplaces, will we see these things like become redundant over time or not? Uh, it's really hard to say. Um, I think that well, Jake, we, we're managing we're managing NFTs. We're like distributing. We're like 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 you know taking care of projects, right? We don't need a marketplace right now to operate our business. Like I'm just like, well, why do we need these other places? Like these other things, like Dow Dow is given like it's given the common man the fucking tools they need in Web three, right? I, I like I I do agree with that, and I think it's easy to kind of miss some of these pieces. The ability to have a group with membership and rotate organizations based on a set of rules seems like an obvious thing that you would want. However, it's far from obvious. Like that's a missing feature in many, many applications. And like Dowdow does a better job at that than any other tool in the world. And yeah, so like, will it replace marketplaces? No, there's always a need for places to trade. And those are slightly destroyed set of tooling from Dowdow, but every marketplace has participants on both sides of every trade. And I think that those participants are not always individuals. You know, they, the systems that we've been that we've been building are for one key, and Dowdow is for groups of individuals in more complex authority structures. And that type of stuff, I think, is kind of fundamentally revolutionary. Hey, you have your hand up. Please feel free to speak. Yeah, I guess like two things. First thing is um, Robo. Like, what's the the concern? I guess. Like what was like you brought it up, right? Like what are you afraid of? Oh dude, I'm not afraid of anything. I just think that like 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 doubt doubt that literally we're all in agreement that this is like one of the greatest like technological advancements we've ever seen. And for me it's out progressing. Like I mean, I know race has like done all that work and the the V three uh, V thirteen upgrade is amazing. Like to me, dude, I just like doubt doubt is just outpacing like even what I can keep up with in technology or life, like I'm like, I'm like, wow, where can you go with this RV? That that's the fucking question I've got. I, I don't even know where this ends, RV. That's my question. Like, like that's my, I'm I'm left in like, hmm, where do we go? Yeah, I think so. That's kind of what I, I wasn't sure if that's where you were going with it, but I thought that's kind of what you were thinking, and I'm glad you're thinking that way because I can tell you right now, like. I do some work for a DAO that exists on an EVM chain. And like my, my biggest thing is like, I want to be able to use DAO DAO from like the EVM. Like, and I know that's going to happen at, at some point, but there is nothing like this that exists on EVM that allows you to truly decentralize decision-making um, and execute things with code like Frax finance, which is, you know, a pretty big project is putting a lot, a lot of resources into building out something like this so that they can, you know, move away from this whole like off-chain snapshot thing. And then like, you have to trust us to execute it. And I just feel like we're, we're, we're like light years ahead. So if we can get that integration going, then the, the fact that DowDow is Juno is fucking the best part of Juno, in my opinion. So that's that's all I wanted to share. Thank you, Avi. Um, just in the form of um, who was up first, Ray Rashbury's had his hand up there for a little bit of time. You're free to go. The floor is yours, Ray. 
Hey, I just wanted to say I completely agree. Like what what Jake and the Dow Dow team have been doing is is the critical piece in humanizing Web3 and DeFi because it basically literally makes contracts binding and the operations binding. So you no longer have to litigate contract law to have groups organize and you can scale a community from just a small DAO startup team to adding membership and adding complexity. But you don't have to worry about trying to, you know, arbitrate contract law because the contracts are literally like they only do what they're allowed to do. So moving forward, I've been following what you guys have been doing for almost a year now. And this is this is definitely what we need to actually structure and scale collaboration in the space. Great comment. Um, Tank, welcome to the space. How are you doing, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, hopefully you guys can hear me okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm traveling on my golf cart trying to get a drink with my boy down here in Florida. Um, hey, I got a, just a real quick question. I jumped in late. Uh, and I didn't know if you guys covered this or not. Have we heard any kind of updates from the delegations now? Um, yes, they have um, a Google form out at the moment, which the validators have been sent. And anybody who's requesting funds for it or a delegation fund um, has to fill in the form. There is um, there is a document out there, I believe, that we are going to share. I think General Communications actually did share it. But I can link it to you in the comments or DM you with no with no problem. Yeah, yeah. I would appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's the only question I had. By the way, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with everybody else on, on DowDow. Actually, I think the um, applications for the delegation program are about to close or are like, just closed, like maybe today. Uh, I'm not sure about the timing. Yeah, so, we should probably send out like another round of notifications yeah. to validators and stuff, just get people ample time in case they missed it. I don't know. But, um, we'll get on that. We'll do it. Yeah, we've, we've created more of a synergy between the sub-DAOs. We've got a, a group now that will filter information between so it's more transparent for the community to see what the sub-DAOs are actually doing. Um, so that's something we're, we're going to put out there shortly um, in the coming days or, or week or so. Um, I don't see anybody else requesting to speak, but yeah, like Robo, thanks for coming on and no problem about the other week, mate. Not a problem at all. Um, thanks for the project coming up and giving us an update. Um, if there's any closing remarks from the core members here to to leave us out, then feel free to to push on. Uh, uh, nothing but just get psyched for some announcements and new doubt out features next week. Stuff's happening. We're not just gonna like sit around. When's Jake? Jake when's when's the Western contract? Jake, when's the Western contract gonna pass the audit? When? I already already talked about that. They're like basically (laughs) done with the audit. We're just getting yeah. So like expect expect some payroll features coming like next week or the week after. Did you hear that, Rack FM? You're on the payroll, Rack FM. You're race. We're gonna give you a stipend. Well, everyone, uh, thank you for appearing today. Um, this is great numbers for a bear market. Um, but thank you very much, everybody, for joining. And uh, we will see you in a couple of weeks' time. Have a great day, everybody. Take care. Yeah. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Juno Community Call, number seven. 
organized by the Communications SubDAO, recorded on Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble-bubillion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble-bubillion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal hit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds view. Gotta find cover. Wipe off the bird poop. Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth. Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men, listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion. Terror spaces.